Welcome everybody to the Melanin Sip Sessions podcast. We're back finally. So we got intimacy and relationships. And before we start, we're going to talk about what we're drinking at the moment. Me personally, I'm drinking the ice latte. I just came back from the gym. What you drinking, um, Tara? Um, I got white Zinfandel and I pretty much just started drinking that. Makes sense. What about you, my singer? Well, I'm not drinking. I work tonight. So uh, I am smoking though, but uh, yeah. Not drink. Okay. One for one. What about you, Passion? Cough syrup. Tea. And some cough syrup. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. All right, so we got all our drink orders in. Tara, you can take over. So in relationships, whether that be personal relationships from partner to partner or just relationships, in general, I feel like we all have had some form of intimacy in those relationships. And I want to kind of talk about tonight or this afternoon, um, some core truths about intimacy. So for me, I feel like the three that stand out the most are obviously you can value one type over another, whether that be physical, emotional, sexual, or even financial intimacy. Um, They all do share similarities, but you as a partner may value one type of intimacy over your significant other does. And if they aren't on the same page as you are, I feel like eventually you end up in a space where you struggle to evolve from that space. So as being a human being, You all want to feel connected to somebody. You want to be close to your partner. It's a big part of your relationship to have a healthy balance. What would you guys say as far as intimacy is concerned um, with a partner that you value? Do you value one type over another? And if so, what type is that? Whoever wants to start. Repeat that last part. You said intimacy over what? As far as intimacy is concerned, do you feel like you and your partner share the same intimacy like that you value as far as like you and your partner both share in common that you value physical intimacy over emotional intimacy? Or do you guys feel like you have the same values when it comes to a form of intimacy? I think we might be the same because we're both Aquarians, so we ain't with all that emotional rah-rah shit. So I think we might be the same. And what do you feel like is the type of intimacy that you and him both value? I would say physical over emotional. Because I think when emotions get involved, a lot of fucking wires get crossed and people start getting confused. They start reading stuff wrong. So I would say physical over emotional. But they both kind of go hand in hand, but one would top the other one in my household. Okay. What about you? Until he get his mic together, I guess I can go. Okay. I think we have um, a disbalance sometimes with us because sometimes it's more intimacy with him and sometimes it's more of a I want to communicate a little bit more. <laughs> so that's where it comes with our dislike sometimes with us. So. so you feel like yours and his changes or do you feel like you have like a particular one and he has a particular one? It, it changes. It varies for us. It, it can be either or with either one of us. It depends on our moves and sometimes it can be on the same uh, level. It just varies. It's never it's never quite the same with either um, with him or with me. It's, you know, it all depends. Okay, so you, if I'm understanding, you saying, like, sometimes yours might be physical, sometimes it might be emotional, sometimes it might be financial, and, and his kind of does the same thing. Yeah. And do you feel like that depends on, like, 
the space y'all in and y'all relationship or do you feel like it's just based on y'all personality type? Because I might take something more serious than he had take it and I or he may take something more serious than I take it. You know, people like to mumble on their breath and not say what they got to say. <laughs> he got an issue saying it out loud. I he mean, ain't in his talking like... stage. <laughs> he ain't in his talking stage yet. It's too early. He says it's just not right. Now, see, you talking. You hear him? You hear him? Yeah, I hear him back there. Yeah, he don't want to come up forward today. Yeah, check. <laughs> he ain't trying to come forward. You always around. You don't want to be around. You don't be around. See? All right, now I'm done because we're going to get over here and start some stuff over here. My petty side about to come out. Oh, Lord. Keep that in. It is Sunday. Okay. But that's my opinion. We we flip-flop around. It's a little where we at at that moment. I get that. I feel like that's like an accurate assessment because I feel like I'm the same way. It just depends on like my mood or like what's going on at the time. Like sometimes I might want to be more physical than emotional. Or sometimes I might want to be more emotional than physical. Or sometimes we just might be having financial conversations so I feel like it just depends on like whatever it is you going through at that time or I guess the the mind frame you in at that time Tig I think you might have been having some mic issues initially when I asked the question but do you feel what value of intimacy do you feel like you might value over another versus your partner Uh, mine's Always seem to say the same towards my love language, which will be uh, quality time and, you know, physical touch. Uh, those are usually the top two. So my intimacy runs on that level. Uh, I don't really care about gifts, finances and things like that. I more care about, you know, the small things in the relationship that are actually huge overall. But, yeah, quality time, you know, physical touch, things like that. You know, simple attention, you know, showing that the little things count. Finance, gifts, things like that are so far on the list of me that you wouldn't even catch my attention. So you would pretty much say that your like physical and emotional intimacy pretty much stay in alignment with what you would have as your your primary focus. Yeah, I, I generally don't shift as much in that aspect nowadays. Like, you know. I I use both at the same time, but I'm not overly emotional in that aspect because most people nowadays aren't uh, dealing or even managing their emotions or using them. So, you know, it's what you can touch now. Your emotions can change. They're fleeting. They, they change under circumstances and situation. But your actions that you give me are what I can actually base things off of and then move forward with it. You know, say, hey, I can hook my, my, myself to this. But, you know, your emotions, emotions can be erratic. I can't really base nothing off of that. I could just take note and be like, all right, you're a little upset today, but that would change. If your actions are repetitive, where you don't care, you're not attentive to your partner, that also shows too. I actually think that's a, that's a valid point because I think oftentimes people don't think about how fleeting emotions are. Like they do base a lot on their emotions. Like I love this person, so it'll be okay. But you're not thinking about all the different like various emotional roller coasters one might go on in the course of a day or a week or a month. And if you're showing something that's consistent, then somebody can still believe you're consistent, even if your emotions are fleeting. But if you're not showing consistency, then it's not matching up on either side. So I feel like that's a good point. And then, you know, we also realized that, uh, you know, for the ladies here, my, my, my female hosts, y'all most of the time realize that you always say or kind of always echo that uh, men are not emotional like that. And I've come across a lot of videos, you know, that I kind of, you know, relate to in this aspect. And I agree. You know, you want to know how we feel. Don't ask us how we feel. We don't know how we feel as men. Most of the time, don't ask us how we feel. It's not that we don't know our emotions, but we don't operate under the level of, you know, your our emotions come out like you guys us. We don't serve the same house of emotion. You want to know more about what's going on with us or how we feel? Is that ask us how are we thinking? What are we thinking about? I can get more by asking a woman how she feel 
But the secret is you can get a lot out of us by asking what we're thinking. Hmm. We don't okay. the way you guys do. So what are you what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that I'm tired. I had a rough day. People getting on my fucking nerves. You'll get a lot out of us by asking a simple question that's different than how you would want to be asked. You want to be asked, how are you feeling? You ask us how we feel. Most times, you ask your guy how you feeling, you probably get a vague answer. I'm okay. I'm sure. I'm cool. <laughs> That's so accurate. <laughs> That's what we feeling. We don't. Feel, we feel everything, but we don't have the ability, or not the ability, the right to feel how we want to feel because society still hasn't caught up and let us feel, you know, emotions. So ask us what we thinking. How we thinking? And just sit back and listen for real. You'll find out a lot of shit about men in that aspect for our love language or how to decipher us because feeling we feel just not how you feel. And we don't decipher those feelings how you feel either. So like passion be either one of y'all, whichever one want to go, like based off of what he just said, how many times do you feel like you've asked your spouse or a significant other like how are you feeling versus what are you thinking? Like, which one do you feel like you go in the direction of more often? And what type of responses do you get when you do? I, I don't want to know either or because I don't care. If I ask him what he's thinking, it's going to be crickets because we don't have that smart of a damn brain. <laughs> and he's too tuned in to some damn fan duel. So I know what he's doing. He's thinking about sports. I'm not going to play with you. He's thinking about sports. He's thinking about um, whatever, whatever fucking team is playing. He's a sports guy at heart. So I don't really got to never ask him what he's thinking. I can pretty much read his body language. Now, I can tell when something is wrong if it shifts. Then I will inquire what's wrong. But for the most part, he just be chill. Yeah, most times we are chill people. Like I say, he's a sports individual. So that's another thing, too. Like, when we're focused in life and that aspect. So say I'm a sports guy. I'm a gamer guy. I like movies or whatever. They'll focus just on that. But a lot of times people get in a relationship with these type of people, then it's like, well, you're quiet or you're this. I was this before. But now you Yeah, I, I like quiet. It's when he talks too much, I'm going to wonder what the fuck is wrong. There's something I need different than your norm. Usually we both sit in each other's space and be quiet and we can read all that energy. When you start talking, I'm, I'm going to really wonder what the fuck is wrong with you. And that's the testament of y'all being together, like y'all intimacy, y'all love, y'all been together, y'all together, where it's such a point where like most new couples will be like, you silent. Why are you quiet? Why are you so quiet? You got to be able to deal with the awkward silence between you and your partner because y'all spend a lot of time together. Exactly. Y'all talk to each other all the time. Exactly. Sometimes I'm just going to sit down, look at you and be like, crickets, you know, like, I still love you. Still fuck with you, but... Yeah, because he, he can hold the conversation. I mean, that ain't never been an issue, but I, I like quiet. We both like quiet. We like our damn peace. I don't want to be with no partner that talk all damn day. You got to shut that shit up. And then a part of love. So basically, you like, you saying you only like dive into asking what's wrong if you see like physical changes in his demeanor. Yeah. Until it expresses and tell or whatever he's doing physically, it'll it'll change, it'll shift. But for the most part, he just chill. But if he become a part of that talk too damn much, this ain't gonna work because I ain't got time. Kids talk enough. They're talking all damn day too. I feel like that's just an example of you knowing your partner well because sometimes people are just assume that silence means they're angry with you or they're no. upset at something you Agreed. did or it's something they want to talk about but I feel like if you really dive into knowing who your partner is you would know that sometimes they just silent because it ain't shit to say and that's okay I, I agree with that silence is golden around this motherfucker because I'm tired of hearing kids and co-workers talking I want my spouse to reflect me we can both shut the fuck up Passion what do you think Um, it goes to love uh, sometimes I do value being quiet sorry for the noise I do value people being quiet I, I don't have a problem with you sitting there watching your if we had had our little moment, connect, whatever, had whatever, if we decide to talk that day about anything, have it, and we all just sit down and just shut the fuck up, great. <laughs> but sometimes he could be a motor mouth, but it could be a motor mouth about shit that I really don't care about hearing about. What I told him is, it's a... Uh, 
I think he has a problem with valuing what's going on with his friend. He 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 likes to talk about what's going on with people he know first before he gets to the root of what he really was trying to talk about. I'm like, uh, can we get to the point? Like, it's like a uh, he has to have a story before he gets to the main issue, which is why he was talking about the situation in the first place. And when I just want the full reasons. So that's why sometimes I don't ask because I don't want the storyline. Fuck y'all preview and trailer. Get to the goddamn plot twist. <laughs> I just want the ending. I just want the ending and the solution of the movie. Can I have that? And I don't even want to ask because I don't want the preview. I just want to get to what's going on. I swear. So I'm in a. I'm like. I'm like. I tune out. I like. You know how you tune in and tune out at the same time, where you were hearing. The parts that's very important. Yeah, because I do that with my kids all the time. So when you hear something that's actually meant for you to hear and that's like you need to focus on, then my ear, my hear, my hearing is like, oh, okay, it's time for me to tune back in. Now, we're okay. Got you, got you. Okay, now we're at the plot line. We're at the end. We 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 here. We we here. All right, let's get to the end. it's not like what he said is not important but like certain stuff that concerns people he knows it it wasn't as important to me to listen to I want to hear what's going on with you not what's going on with everybody else in your circle because that don't matter to me said every guy for the past century I like, let me tell you about my job and everybody there at this time up said every guy for the past century but now y'all starting experiencing you don't like it that's wild no because I have never if it's not 100% like, you if I may say, not think that you've ever done it but as many a times that we would sat back and listen to you talk about your girlfriends or this that and the other and we just shake our head and say uh huh and we attempted to listen because if we phase or joke too far out you know that's when y'all you're not even fucking listening to me Yes, I am. Just you definitely talking about some stuff that don't register under my mental uh, intelligence class. It just don't register. So, I mean, me personally, I feel like I go back and forth. If it was something that I felt like was like, what the fuck in my day, then I basically bring that up. But if I feel like it was just a regular day, when I get off work, it's just, it's done. I don't want to talk about about it. I'm not trying to think about it. I don't want to discuss it. Like, I don't want to think about it until I got to go back. So I don't, I'm not trying to talk about like my whole day at work and what coworker did this or what happened right. with that. Unless, unless I feel like something crazy happened to yeah, me personally, just, I ain't trying to talk about it. What I'm saying is, is like for us men and the same thing for women, I, I'm a man that realized a lot of things that y'all like to talk about or that serves y'all interest has nothing to do with anything I care about. And that's one hundred percent true, but you do know that goes yeah. both ways. And that's what I'm saying, and vice versa, because your guy can be coming to you and he can be like, "Oh, this major trade just happened in the NFL." He's excited and he's talking to you about football, and you're looking at him like, "And you sitting there like, I don't fucking know what you're talking about, so I don't care." Okay, go on, bro. <laughs> like, so that's what I'm saying. It's like sometimes if it's not a plot line twist in, I don't, I don't really listen. But wouldn't that mean you also neglecting your partner's uh, emotional intimacy level? I don't want to talk about uh, Joe uh, Tom who got locked up in the hospital because he was doing stupid shit last week. No, but that that technically says you being insensitive to what they try. That shit could be his love language and you ignoring him talking could make him feel like you just don't give a damn. That's something we're trying to get to because a lot of us do realize that we can talk to you even if it's something like I said about sports, but we also realize when it's something that's not about sports, not something that y'all truly understand from our perspective. You guys have an ability to tune the fuck out when we talk to you and you think we don't notice and you be like, man. So, yeah, that do affect your relationship with your partner because he feels like, hey, I'm listening to you even when I don't want to. But when you have to listen to me and you don't want to, you don't listen. And selective, hearing, or selective listening is not a good thing either. Like, oh, I'm going to listen for the key points because... We listen to y'all and then y'all sit back and be like, so were you listening? And you give us a quiz. So what did I just say? If we hit you with the what did I just say, you probably didn't hear us then and you're going to be in the shithole. So, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because it's like that that was a valid point. 
it was like I was used to being talked to about sports, but because I don't follow them, like I don't know anything about them. So I would find myself like tuning out a little bit at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's me like slacking on my part as a partner to like be open to what you trying to discuss because it's important to you. So I've been given like a, a actual effort to like listening when he talking about sports and asking questions if I don't know what the hell he's talking about because I feel like if I don't then that's not me paying attention to what you need and when I get ready to talk about something that's important to me that you don't understand I can't be mad at you because you tuned out because I'm doing the same shit mm -hmm. but this is why I believe that nowadays us men sometimes live truly under the mindset that it's cool when you do it and it's a problem when we do it that's true I can't agree to that. So across the board, you know, there's some places where we win as men and there's a lot of places where you guys win as women. Like I said, if you don't really want to listen, y'all have the complete ability to not listen. If it's something I don't want to listen to, I don't have the ability to not listen. I damn sure better still listen like I, was, I give a fuck or I'm getting cussed out. I'm sleeping on the couch. Maybe the bathtub. It depends on the household because we give each other that option. If he starts talking about some shit that is irrelevant as hell, I'd be like... How does this contribute to our life? It don't. So why do we? Oh, then it's it's the same with me. If I'm talking about some shit and he like, I don't fucking care about what the hell going on with your cousins. I have no problem shutting the fuck up. He don't care. He don't care. I can't make you tune into some shit you don't care about. I'm saying that men, we have natural things that we have to be aware of to not piss y'all off. It's hereditary. It's English. Because that, that means y'all tiptoeing around how y'all actually feel walking on eggs just to keep a woman happy. And I don't like that either. A lot of times, I'm being honest with you, a lot of times us men do. We walk on eggshells around you because we brought you our problems like when somebody asks us our problems. Uh, every time, it's like a woman say, well, tell me your problems. You know, the first thing that comes to my mind, and women can be fight me with this tooth and nail, but it's the truth that most men be like, oh, you want to know how I feel? You want to know? It's a trap. It's a fucking trap. Because you ask, you inquire, you record, and then you weaponize and throw it back in most of the time in our face. This is why men are mostly conditioned not to tell you these parts of our intimacy or our, our this, that, and the other. Because we still haven't came across the fact of trusting and finding somebody that's going to hold that and hold that water. Not, oh, I'm going to wait until I'm mad and then I'm going to throw it back at your face. Like, anytime you do that, you've eroded any trust part in your relationship with that person. And men, we are very particular about being vulnerable and having it thrown back in our face. It's like telling somebody you love them and then be like, I hate you. you. You can't tell me you love me and then you hate me. Or you hate me and then you love me. Like it's, I'm going to sit there and be like, wait. And that don't make sense. You just told that me. Is true. That is true. You can say you hate their actions, but not them specifically. And you shouldn't hate shit. I can hate your actions. I'm still not going to tell you I hate them. I mean, but if one is happening and the other is not, then how is that balance? Like, for example, if a couple says, okay, the sex is great, but I feel emotionally disconnected from my partner, then what do you do? Is therapy beneficial for that to, like, work therapy. through issues? Or do you just ignore that y'all disconnected on those levels because everything else is going okay? You don't ignore that at all. That point is like, okay, so if your partner comes to you and say, I, I feel like we have an emotional disconnect. Like, our sex is great. When we just come trying to do things, you know, we we on it. But when it comes time to talk and, you know, like serve each other's emotional capacities and needs, it, it seems like we're strangers. And that happens a lot. What do you do? Well, you work on trying to be emotionally set with people or, and, and learn their emotional structure because we all don't serve the same houses of emotional, you know, maturity, I mean, like, some people grew up So in do you, so you do feel like for that issue specifically, therapy would be beneficial? Therapy? Yeah, but, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good, you're good. I was just saying therapy or shit. Uh, you and your spouse just sit back and learn to, you know, communicate better. Simple. You can do that before you even have to go to therapy. But you know what? Um, communicating level like that sometimes mess up with the empathy uh, level too because you like if y'all not communicating right one thing might 
drain all of that energy, then now you now y'all don't want to do that anymore. One person might not want to do it because they're not being feel like they're being heard. And that is the unfortunate struggle and fight of a relationship where that's at the point where if you're on notice about a person feeling whatever type of way, then it's my job. Like for me as a man, if you feel some type of way, it's my job to try to make sure that you're not feeling that way no more, especially if it's based off of me. Yeah. So it has to be a balance of everything because one balance, one one thing that's out of balance can mess up another part of the relationship. It's like, oh, you don't want to argue or I hear a lot. I didn't want to make you mad. I, at any point in my life, any point of relationships, I cannot stand hearing that from a woman. I didn't want to upset you. Or, look, your job is not to not want to upset me. Your job is to tell me everything I need to know so I can take the criticism or whatever and make it better or make it worse. But you <laughs> telling me that you don't want to hurt my feelings or you don't want to that is the biggest crack of bullshit that y'all can pull out y'all ass. That is true. Because the more like you, you sit there trying to not hurt somebody's feelings, that shit is going to build up and it's going to eventually become an issue within that. I damn have room. always been a person who tried to tell as much as I'd like to, as much, I like to tell them as much as I can how I feel about something. And if you don't hear me as much as I'm clear as day is saying, hey, I don't like this. I want this. I need this. I need you to say the exact same thing to me because I don't I don't want to be a miscommunication about where I'm at in anything. See, and then another thing is that some guys on certain levels, when you oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings, this and the other, that still falls under the category of like an omission or a lie. So if you're constantly working to navigate to not tell me certain things because you don't want to hurt my feelings, you're actually in, in a part lying to me as well. Again, I don't need you to spare my feelings or to not because if I walk around not telling you what I need to tell you man it wouldn't work right and y'all like to ask questions when y'all feel like something wrong we feel like something wrong we tiptoe around y'all because I'm not about to really ask her like and she says she fine and she said I'm not really about to poke and pry her you guys y'all don't give a fuck y'all gonna poke and pry because I want to know what's wrong with him the body language, the fact mm -hmm. that you might yeah, not be saying, talking like, when you normally would, just like all types of signs. Like you might well, be a person like that normally me. like yeah. talk all the time. And if like we together and you ain't saying shit, then I obviously know something is going on. If you by nature are naturally talkative and you're not, then I know it's something on your mind. Here's so I'm saying looking for more things than just how like not just how you look, but like more like physical characteristics too but there's also another thing the enigmatic thing about men at times also about women is is that sometimes us like you can talk all the time and then you just can be thinking and you're quiet and then that puts people on alert that's why i was saying about the awkward silence it's, it's very hard to gauge people at times because in a moment you might have an insecure moment because well I, I, his face looks like it's crowned up and he's not talking and guess what a lot of times it's Damn, I lost $10 on that game last night. Or he turned the other way in the bed. Well, I wonder if he's mad. Like we, it's, sometimes it's a hypervigilance that people have for no reason. Sometimes people don't realize they're asking questions they shouldn't be asking at times. Like, again, I, the way I look at it for me, I understand looking at your partner and be like, oh, I see their face or I see it. My main thing is I may see your face. I may see or hear your tone. A lot of times I try not to even react off of that because I look at it like the way I want the emotional structure to be is that you're an adult and you can speak to me. And if you want to sit back and hold on to something, I'm going to let you hold on to that because I feel like I got to dig it out of you. And if you generally didn't want to tell me, cool, because somebody that generally wants somebody to talk to, to, I'm not saying solve your problem, but to, to solve your problem, to confide in your partner, I shouldn't have to, to grab a shovel, to take my hands, to, to take any proverbial tool to get to you. You should be like, hey, you know what? I, I'm fucked up right now. I'm thinking about something on my head. I shouldn't have to get it out of you. Maybe I'm symbolic in that matter, but I should not have to pull it out of you at no point in time. I mean, I disagree. 
Because you got you got to base that off how people were raised. If they traumatized and triggered by certain shit, like some people may have been talking to them growing up and been told, shut up, they hold damn life. So they finally shut the hell up. And now people wonder what the hell wrong. Some people probably just never knew how to open up because they can't express shit. So, I mean, I think it depends on your, your partner's background. Circumstantial and situational. But definitely your partner's background, their condition, the way you grow. Because most people, like I said, were raised on you know, shut the fuck up and you can't speak your mind. And some people or some kids are raised on, oh, tell me how you feel it. Oh, I really want to go. I care. Yeah, because I think the reason my spouse is usually chill and quiet is because he's the only child. So he ain't got siblings to talk to. He probably was just always in his own. I'm usually quiet because I'm reading the goddamn room. So when I get down reading the room, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel about you. I'm usually down quiet because if it ain't shit to talk about, ain't shit sweet to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> Just be real with it. Any other um, questions towards this love and intimacy? Um, for me, I just feel like things work better if it's a balance. I mean, I feel like if ultimately you're not on the same page with someone and you're in a relationship with them, you can't or you're going to struggle to evolve if you can't get on the same page because you have to at some point be able to see eye to eye whether that's physical um, intimacy or emotional intimacy I feel like you can't necessarily have one without the other because your relationship will struggle one way or another like somebody actively has to be putting forth the effort to build in that aspect or it already has to be present Otherwise, something is always going to be missing. And nobody wants something that has something missing. That's just like the fact. Somebody wants something that's coming to them whole or working towards getting whole. And if that's not present, I don't feel like it can be a lasting situation. I agree. I agree, too. Anybody have any other tidbits? Nope, I'm just glad I'm not dating in this generation because they all fucked up. I swear to God, I'm just, like, I'm just, ooh, God. Just, just praying for your kids every day, that's all. Because <laughs> they do got to date in this generation. So, I, no, like, no, you gotta understand the conversation. I, like, my daughter, she purposely let me hear her conversations with her friends because she want my input. But, like, if I know for being, them, them type of generation, this type of generation, if you give your input, it's going to go so wrong. But when you, like, I can only go so far. Like, ah, I'm like, oh, you're giving me a headache. I just want to tell you, just don't go that route. Just, like, not go that route, but, hey, don't you think this is, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to go around, you got to beat around the bush with them a little bit so they can understand <laughs> No, I will not be beating around no bushes. I'm going to tell your ass exactly what it is because no, I do not want you to be in a bubble going out to this fucked up world. No, 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 no. no I'm saying then you, I'm going to feel no. like I didn't do my job. No, I, like I said, I tell my daughter the truth 100% and I try to make sure she understands the real world. But I'm saying this, when you are trying to, okay, so it's, it's you know, they, they prefer to listen to their friends' advice first. But I'm yeah, like, that's why 100% you, true. I was like, listen, they don't know shit. I told her, I was like, fuck, listen here, shorty. I am, and I'm, I'm, I'm as old as I am, 36 years old, bitch. I ain't still learning, okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, your friends don't know it all. If I am 36 and I'm still learning, you know, I promise you, y'all don't know nothing yet. Because at this point, Nobody knows anything. Everything is still a learning curve on everything in life. You can learn from the new generation. You can learn from the old generation. You can learn from the middle generation. It doesn't matter. You can learn from everybody. But it's up to you to open your mind to learning from everybody around you. Sometimes my kids teach me some shit. And I'm like, damn, okay. You might have been right about that. You understand? But it's up to you to know that sometimes you don't know everything. And that that goes in with a relationship because 
just because you've been in this relationship for so long and somebody says, hey, that goes with in relationships too because if somebody, being with somebody alone doesn't mean they don't grow and change the way they used to be. You have to learn how to grow with the person and understand when they do and do not like anything. Because something they used to like can be nothing like they like anymore. They could have had changed the way they approach things or want to approach things. So you have to learn how to listen to your significant other in that way. Just because you've been with somebody for umpteen years doesn't mean it has to be the same. That's true. That's probably why so many couples hit 20 years and get a divorce. So just because something was done a, a particular way for a long time doesn't mean it has to be that way anymore. So that's how I feel about it. So everybody needs to learn and grow from things. Even within a relationship you've been into for a long time needs to be, it's, it's a change that always happens because you grow as a person every year. Every time I think I, I'm known for a person, I, I like to grow. I might not have been perfect last year. I might not be perfect next year, but I'm going to try to grow from what I, I have done within the, my past. Every time I can try to grow from that situation. And that's what in relationships, family, relationship, friendships or whatever. I like to grow every time. I don't like to stay the same. So, kind of, I know we tend to not give a fuck, but this it's, it's been all down my timeline. And I just want to hear each body your opinion without this uh, blue face and Krishan. How she's, um, she had decided to name her child after her, but she says she doesn't want to be petty anymore. And she feels like, you know, giving him a child named after him because he have, even though he has an older son, he's not named after him, whatever. I believe she's, I, I, I don't have a problem with what she said on that part, but I think she's giving in too fast to him and helping him down his other baby mom because she got, because she got her lick back. So now he's upset. So now he's trying to use Krishan against her like he used her, Jada against her. So he's, I, I think he's trying to use them, uh, uh, pin them against each other when he's mad at one, one or the other because they're not doing what he feel like they should be doing for him. As a guy, Tig, how do you feel about the situation? Of course, I don't care about the situation. But... She decided to name her son Krishan, like herself. Ballsy ass move. I fuss with it. I don't feel like there's anything wrong or taboo broken. I mean, you do it for most fathers. Um, at the end of the day, she feel like she's going to be the head of that child's life. And I, I kind of further on that because, I mean, he might be a father by the sense that he pays, you know, bills for his kids and this and other. But like from the visualization I see as him from videos with his own children, he like they big cousin compared to being a father to like his son or his I think he got a, another daughter or whatever son. I, I don't I don't know but yeah she did what she needed to do um, so now that I say anytime he gotta think about his son he gotta say her name too <laughs> it's fucked up but it's classical so I support it yeah cause I gave my kids my last name well, if you gave your kid your first and last name, like in a F U T your spouse, you'd be t- cooking with fish grease. No, I just gave my kid's like, name. I can't stand you. He had to say his child's name too, and he'd be like, I, you know what? I can't say this, but I can't stand Pat. You know, I can't say your name, your whole first and last name, and that's the name of his daughter as well. Like, I can't stand her. I'm going to come up with a nickname to call her because I can't say that. I'd be saying that about my daughter inadvertently. So he can't say I can't stand Chris Shines. You know what? <laughs> yeah. 
She got him in a, a, a what is it? A catch 22. Well, yeah. So I think they have a lot of back and forth drama that's like I unnecessary. Think she's stupid and on crack, and I think he's her dealer. He had both of them girls in a chokehold. <laughs> like she sitting back, F him, F him, soon as the baby born. I'm signing to your label again. This then like, bitch, you stupid. And I don't mean to say bitch, but that was me smacking my head. Tara, what do you say? Cause I know it's hard for us all not to see it because it's all through each timeline, no matter what app you open. It's the- That's not true. I muted all that shit. None of that shit pops up on mine. I hear I mean, about it people talk about it. I I can't say that I haven't seen like random things pop up, but what I will say is I don't really track them down to read them. So I don't know much about what their personal situation is in general. But what I will say is whatever works for them like specifically in that situation is what they should do if she feel like she want to keep the name the same keep it the same if you feel like you want to change it then change it because the only person that's going to affect is her and her like immediate family that's gonna affect him her their child like my opinion don't matter because it's not gonna affect me anyway so I feel like whatever they do should be unique to them. It's true. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. It's not a real of uh, we feel that certain shit should go certain ways. But like in any normal drama, in normal life, your friend is going through a certain situation. You might not feel like your opinion matters, but you have one. You know what I'm saying? You can't say, hey, I feel like you should do this, but here go my opinion. I, mean, I feel like I would tell my friend the same thing. It's like if my friend was asking me, do you think I should yes. give his baby my last name or my baby daddy last name? Like, I'm going to tell my friend, you should do whatever you feel like you want to do. Like, I'm not yeah. going to advise you one way or another because, like, you got to live with that decision. So it's about what you want. Do you Do you want your baby to have his last name? Or yours, because like that's your baby, right? Because like you I said, I made, yeah, I made the decision with in mind to name my kid's last name as mine, and that was my decision. They was like, "Oh, what about? Hey, I ain't married. My kids have. I am their primary caregiver. When I go into school, they know Miss Owens, Miss Owens. My, I like, I like." They never had to figure out with my mom. They's like, oh, Miss Carter, right? Yeah, and that's I, because that's what you chose for you and yeah, your it's children. A decision you made. You made. You have to make a decision for your family. Plain and simple. Now, does he and me and him have he ever had a discussion of why I went that route? Of course, and I I made it clear to him. But like I said, I told him, hey, you're not here. You're not active. I am. And these are my kids. You're you're not active as you should be. So why should I give you the honor of your legacy going on and whatever? If my girls get married, their name's going to change. Anyway, my son, my son will carry on my name to the end of the world. And that's what it is. But it wasn't me being petty. It was just me understanding I am the primary uh, caregiver of my kids, and that's what it is. I made my decision. I, uh, like I said, each woman makes their decision. Each man made their decision. Or however they made their decision. If you decide to sleep with somebody without a condom and get somebody pregnant, that is still your fault. And it's still her fault, too, because she decided to let you continue. I don't judge nobody because, like I said, it's always a point of where you have to draw a line of the decisions you made when you did the things you did. Those people who be like, oh, I can't stand you because you're dead. What the fuck they got to do with the kids? No people who can't stand their kids because of the decision they made in life is fucked up. So, like I said, I, I don't feel like 
whatever she decides or whatever he decides is no longer, it's not the child's fault. It's just the parents' fault and the dumbass decisions they made. So nobody should be blamed but them. Valencia? I don't give three fucks. I really don't. I literally mute any story that involves the two of them. I don't like the term baby daddy or baby mama. That shit is negative and it turns me the fuck off. So anytime I see that shit, I mute the whole story. I do not care. Well, well, yeah, that's the end of where I was going. Uh, excuse me. My nose is a little stopped up. But that's where I, I lie with it. I really don't care, but you know what I'm saying? It has been popping up here and there. So... I just know it's just a lot of drama, which is what it is. That, that's all I see when I see baby mama, baby daddy. It sounds like drama on drama on drama. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I don't even know what's going on with them because I don't care. I, I don't even understand how two bitches got pregnant by a nigga who used to have a bang in the front of his head. I don't care. That mama of his, man, she had like she want to fuck him so hard. Yeah, and that's a weird vibe, too. I ain't got time for that weird shit. Incest. No, thank you. Well, she did teach him how to kiss and everything. His mom is giving out hetero weird-ass vibes like she mad because he want everybody but her. I'm done. Well, once again, it's that wonderful time of the week where we discuss my, my media moment, you know, where we tend to watch online podcasts we tend to listen to or just simply do. Bullshit that we find on Tubi. I've been sleep a lot lately, so I really don't have any selections for you guys from my end, but I am pretty sure my Tweety has something to give you because she's always watching something on Tubi in her free time when she's smoking her hookah and not. So, uh, my Tweety, can you Tubi called, movies for us? It should be called What Valencia Watched on Tubi Today. I mean, I just don't want to. Judging my body, can I feel away? You're judging me. I don't want to watch two because there are a million of Detroit movies on there. No, I mean, quite frankly, I don't even think I've been on Tubi like that. I've been watching, like, The Shy, and uh, I'm sorry, I keep trying to get into Power Force Season 2, but I don't see that going to a Season 3. They really don't got nowhere to go with that. Season 1 was cool. Season 2, it's like y'all keep bringing in all these irrelevant-ass characters that serve no purpose. I don't see that getting a season three. But the shy, the shy is pop. And so is of Zatima. That's so what I do. I still gotta watch the shy like from the beginning, like first episode. Because I have not watched it. I have not started it. I have not had an interest in it. Just I tend to stray away from shows that everybody watch, talk about consistently, and everybody think that they're Stephen A. Smith for. It kind of ruins the moment for me that if I'm not on the schedule with everybody else, that I can have my whole ambition to watch it probably ruined. So I can see that. I've done that with a couple shows that everybody was discussing that I was like, I'll just watch it when all the damn hype died down. When I can the series finale finally hit, I'm gonna be like, you know what? That's the day I'll start watching the fucking show. Well, I think they're in the mid-season finale right now, but... Oh, no. No, they're not. I'm, I'm getting confused with Zatima. Sorry, that's Zatima. When but the whole I'm, series goes out, I'll be ready to watch. I do often wonder what direction the show would have went in if they would have kept Brandon. It's not a bad show, but every character does have a purpose. So I give Lena Waithe and Common a applause for that because that's a pretty good show. Well, any shows from uh, Passion? Passion. I have after after I um, went out with Valencia and for my birthday, I end up dying in my in my soul. So I've been sick these couple of days. Oh, I and feel I, it. Huh? Damn, damn, damn! Is it the weather change? I think so. I think the water change happened, and then uh, both girls was had a light, uh, a cold, and it finally knocked me upside my goddamn head. So that's what happened. I can understand that. So it finally, you know, I haven't been sick in a minute, so it finally caught me and then there knocked me upside my head too damn hard. Sit your ass down. Boop. Feel better. Because I was like, oh, I want to go have some more drinks. The motherfucker said, ah, nah, you had fun with your friends. Your little best friends is going to go to sleep. <laughs> okay. Well, um, any shows from you, Tara? Um, I, too, have been under the weather with some 
uh, stomach virus, I'm pretty sure a fucking co-worker gave me the last time I was working with her. So, um, I've been watching Game of Thrones, finally. Game of Thrones while sitting on the throne. Terrible. Extra late. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Not been a fun time. Um, but that's what, and I also have been watching The Shy, which is getting rather good. So it's been between Game of Thrones, The Shy, and Power Force, which I'm also where Valencia is. I'm not really sure where they trying to go with this, but it's like every episode is getting harder and harder to watch. So it's hopefully good. they figure out what's going it's- on. Only thing, last season had a plot. Then this season, all you see is Tommy chasing ants. It's like, what is the point? Can y'all just bring Ghost back from the dead? Because it's like, they need each other to make a show work. Right. Now you gave us a good first season. I don't watch this, but now it reached the context of the story where it's like, where further can you go with this? I feel like they rushed it. They rushed it, and they should have put this shit off to next year. You had a better chance of bringing back a new season of Raising Canaan than this shit. You know, I think that was the purpose to rush it and everything, because you know 50 and stars have fell out. Um, So, you know, the rest of his productions moving forward won't be really with stars really at all. He bought his own little, you know, area, a building with a lot of square footage that he can do his own productions and shit in, because... Overall, like uh, I believe he feels disrespected by stars for the most part. He should, because his episodes keep getting leaked. So why would I want to put all this effort into a damn show and y'all keep leaking what the fuck gonna happen before it happens? So he got a reason to feel the way he feel. But they also got the writer strike going on, so that's gonna push a lot of shit back. Oh, there's nothing happening right now. So anything you nope. expect, if it ain't already been uh, recorded, um, filmed, um, yep. whatever like that, it ain't coming. Yeah, because Atima, I think the Val said they are not, they haven't even started shooting for season three. They what we got now is, is what we're going to have for a while. They can't talk about it in production or like for production or anything. You know, that's that's. The only thing he said was some people from Sisters will not come back the next season. They got cut because they hired new writers and the writers wrote their ass off. I was like, please tell me Preston is one of them. I like Cowboy, but if him and Danny ain't going to be together, write his ass off, write Hayden off, write a couple of them off. Right, Calvin. Hmm? Right, that guy Calvin off. Uh, definitely Calvin. Take Maurice off, too. I like him. I know he's a, supposed to be a main character, but he has no plot either. Take take Bra off. I'm sorry. Take him off. After he got, you know, involved in that little criminal shit because he was thinking with his dick, basically, I'm stupid. Oh, oh, and definitely take Q off. I've never liked his character. He serves no purpose. I understand uh, Perry trying to employ all these black yeah. actors. I love it. But if they ain't gonna have no real fucking direction with these characters, take them off. Yeah, because Karen been pregnant forever and this shit is aggravating me. Do y'all even watch the team? I do. I do. I just basically caught back up to like her most recent announcement. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, so with Fatima's new, new announcement. Uh-huh. So with Fatima's new announcement? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's the fact that Cameron still ain't showing, it's getting on my And they can write Aaron That's off, too. That's what I'm saying. He like, don't, so what the hell is going on? She been for a minute, though, and no baby show bump. Yeah, and I don't want to give away what's going on on Zatima because some people might actually want to watch the new season. But Zatima heading in a better direction than Sisters. Um, Actually, I came across a, a really, like, weird article when I was scrolling Instagram a couple of days ago or however long ago it was. But basically, it's this married couple. Um, I forget where it is they're from, but... She's basically been breastfeeding her husband since 2017. And she said basically. So I just, I just want to know what. She's addicted to breastfeeding her husband. She said she's addicted to breastfeeding her husband. She doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do breast pumps. Like she's breastfeeding her baby, but also breastfeeding her husband. Like, it's time to let this go, ma'am. Just giving my mama never hugged me enough. What the, what the fuck? It's giving if you want she your kitty suck. Said, like, she said it started off as, like, 
uh, uh, effort for him to like ease the pain she was having because she had an overproduction of breast milk and it was causing her like a significant amount of pain. So he offered to drink it in order to help her like alleviate the pain. And she said after that, it was kind of like an emotional bonding thing for them. That was weird. And she didn't think if she was overproducing to just pump more. What the? Or how about let let's find a way to drink, uh, stop my milk from producing, and let this shit go. Or if you just want your city suck, just say that, ma'am. You don't have to. Yeah, because if she wanted to actually stop breastfeeding all together, she could have just put cabbage on them and they would have stopped. But if she was I over, mean, like, and she just uh, wanted, to... ma'am, just pump more. This is the weirdest shit I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, like I said, I said the same thing. Like I just couldn't put myself in a position where I'm associating like my husband with breastfeeding after I breastfed children. It's like I just couldn't like relate yeah. the two. Like I could not. Household need therapy. I'm just gonna say they were white, wasn't they? Nope, they were black. Actually, yep, they were. Oh, hell, Actually, never mind. Were. Sometimes our melanin has some fucked up genes in it, too, shit. <laughs> as much as we like to throw that on them, uh-huh, that was all us. I still throw it on them. I would say it's inherent and uh, learned behavior, and we didn't learn it from ourselves. We learned it from their little weird asses. So, uh, still one up for me. Thank you. So, what song is your current mood? We're going to start with passion. I was, oh, my bad. I thought I said that. I said, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. I want to be better. That's my song. Okay, so Neo, so sick. No, I'm just playing. Where's yours, Tara? I actually don't even have a song. All I've been watching is TikToks. And the, the most recent one that I watched was this. This little girl, I mean, it was like a video of her dad basically posting on the screen all the shit she didn't had. So she didn't had like four Uncrustables, she didn't had juice, and she basically singing the nationwide commercial like a church hymn. So that's, <laughs> that's basically the thing that pops into my head when I think about a song right now, because that's the last thing that I watched. Hey, Damn. Did you see that, uh, that TikTok with that guy who... Um, his he uh, the sad nigga was trying to call the man her boyfriend talking about who is he's like who is this he's like he's like the yes, nigga that TikTok be TikTok and hell no. What about you, my ticket? My song um got me in a chokehold, really. Um, it would be Nothing Even Matters by Sir. Okay, I can see that. If y'all what? don't know, go listen to Sir. It's three letters S I R. Just find his music, just listen to it, and then you, you know, come back and tell me at the end. If they can't spell Sir, they got bigger problems. <laughs> Lord, oh Lord, I'm gonna go with a uh, little Dark and J. Cole all my life. My daughter loves that damn song, the clean version, of course, but she liked that song, so it's stuck in my head at the moment. Hey, I gotta, I, my daughter over here changed songs like it's uh, like I do sometimes. I'm like, damn, she is better like you, she don't let a song play through at all. She just go to change her whole. She already just go ahead, remix the hell out of the song real quick to fit what she wanted to say. I sometimes I be hearing her over there singing a song, but like, what the hell you singing? But <laughs> I don't like the original song, so I made my own. Okay. Hey, sometimes the remixes are better. Sometimes. What uh, the hell is our next episode? Yeah, before you ask that, I'll take that. Okay that and uh, our next episode will be on the topic of uncommunicated 
expectations and relationships. Until next time, I'm saying come through then, honey. And you can catch me on Instagram at Vivacious Valencia. Girl, wake up and get this tea. And you can find me at Passion with the tea and on Instagram. Take a deep breath, then handle it. And you can find me on Instagram at the underscore energy goddess. You need later going bang, 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 bang. 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 Well, the wonderful thing about Tigger is also that I am the only one. And you can find me at Tigger MSST on Instagram. Until then, you guys have a beautiful weekend.